You might be curious about why you're hearing this story as opposed to just reading it off your screen. In the early stages of Macon, a lot of consideration went into building the experience. We thought about simply sticking with text and photos and maybe experimenting with video. But in the end, we found our reasons for why audio was the best approach. The current way in which we live our lives is constantly changing. It's never quite stagnant with continual movement and direction. It's dictated by outside forces and ones we currently can't control. And the advancements in storytelling are evolving at a rapid pace. Media often gets behind wherever tech advances, such as augmented reality or virtual reality. But the medium that has arguably been around the longest and the one that represented our best interests was right in front of us. The spoken word. It's clear we've taken a firm stance against shallow content that's devoid of any strong messages. But we're also hyper aware of the current media landscape. We needed to know where we were headed as a culture and society if we were to build our own outpost. We're part of a unique online-offline generation. We knew what it was like in both a pre-digital and post-digital era. There was a time where the best game around was Oregon Trail or Number Munchers. Sure, we still have only a little over two decades of the internet under our belt. We are, however, all too familiar with its capabilities for augmenting a user's experience and commanding more of their attention too. It's become difficult to fight the new normal of a digital lifestyle. Attention spans are constantly under attack and cutting through the noise has never been more challenging. Now, people have lamented the death of long form content in the digital age. We had to challenge this. Long form content isn't to be romanticized and it's not necessarily better. But great stories and developing a narrative can't be told in 160 words or a YouTube optimized two minute, 30 second video either. Laying the foundation and the narrative sometimes might take a big picture approach before you arrive at a critical takeaway. Sometimes that may take 15 minutes, but this was our stumbling block. Ask somebody to read this 15 minute article and the canned response is, I don't have the time. But listening to something over the course of 15 minutes? Even if you're not a regular audio listener, it soon becomes much more acceptable. Who knows? Audio storytelling just might be our best bet to continue long form storytelling. Audio has a unique place in our sensory experience of the world. It also fit perfectly with our goal as a publication. We certainly wanted to hold the attention of our readers and listeners, but we didn't want to compete for it with their lives. I guess you could say the ultimate goal would be more like HBO's Game of Thrones. Once a week, same time. Versus Netflix, where it aims to eat into your time looking for something to watch mindlessly. When we sat down to really think about it, we envisioned scenarios where people would engage with our stories. It was a mix of working out at the gym, editing photos from yesterday's shoot, and a bit of making and chill after a day at the office. We're not by any means looking to create walls of human interaction. 
But sometimes during a busy commute, listening to a story while observing your surroundings can be therapeutic. As a low friction medium that doesn't require hands or eyes, it's also easier on the mind, especially when we're inevitably committed to another task. Video, text, or images, when presented as the primary medium of input, absolutely require your vision. This isn't to say we don't want our readers to enjoy our photography, writing, or videos, but we also know that our readers might not always be able to commit time or attention to looking at a screen at a given moment. There wasn't ever a right or wrong way to experience Macon, but the visuals were there to help fill in the gaps of your own imagination after the completion of a story. That still is the beauty of audio. You start by creating your own narrative in your head. Which brings me to the last and biggest reason we did all of this. Audio, aside from being more practical for many of our on-the-go readers, creates a strong humanistic connection. It's what Macon wants to nurture in an increasingly tech-minded world. A lot of content today gets produced out of a desire to grow metrics or keep sponsors happy. What's worse is the commoditization of our emotions has reached a pinnacle. A lot of it is designed to mechanically pull our strings. It's meant to create that momentary visceral response, but offers little in terms of sustained insight or intrigue. Again, we wanted to change that. With our stories, we wanted to change our ways of interacting in a way that served our audience. And audio storytelling was the perfect candidate. For one, having a human voice tell the story adds a very direct appeal to the emotions and the imagination in a way that text just can't. When narrators tell stories where they've been on location, you can better understand the impression that the experience left on them. And when our subjects speak, you can hear their nuanced expressions of disappointment, surprise, anger, or joy. Speaking our stories as opposed to just typing them out also represents a return to our most primitive beginnings. Before the creation of writing systems, oral storytelling served as the primary means of documentation. It allowed people to build, share, reinforce, and ultimately preserve their culture, and we hope to do just that too. We all come from many cultures around the world, but we also share some fundamental values. It's these values that we at Make and Believe are worth fostering to create a very human-centered global culture and community. It's a small camp for now, but it's growing with time. We look forward to seeing more people around that campfire and the stories they might have for us too.